Lynn Lehman here. Welcome to my podcast, first episode. Today I have with me Hayden Summers. Hayden, how, how have you been? Pretty good. How you been? I've been doing decent here. Uh, I know you uh, you recently got into weightlifting. Yeah. How's uh, how, What's your motivation for weightlifting? Because I know a lot of people want to do it, but they lack motivation. What is your motivation? <clears throat> My motivation is to get a better looking physique and a better build. Because I mean, I already have pretty good genetics. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, you're a fucking dog when it comes down to it. But, um. You know, I'm pretty well shaped myself from working out and stuff. And I can tell you, like, after you get done working out, you're gonna be some. Like, you're, you're already talented and. You got shit going for you, but once you once you worked out, bro, you're gonna be something like you yeah, be I gotta, something great. I gotta get a f- good physique going on and a good like lean, good shape going to me, yeah. and then I'll be happy with my body. Which this is another thing I want to talk about is body positivity. Like it is okay, <clears throat> in no way, in shape or form, are we trying to diss on anybody's overweight here. I'm just saying that. But people who are overweight or underweight lack good mental health. It really, oh, yeah. it really does affect. Them. To go to the gym, you have to be mind strong, pretty much. Like there's gonna be days, like today, like I didn't want to go to the gym at all. Like I was trying to postpone it and everything. But on those days, you gotta go. You can't just not go. And that and that's was good, like, cause I know we we recently have been going a little bit. You know, I've been, yeah. I've been trying to lean back into it. And today, like I noticed. Cause I didn't really want to go either, but I knew like discipline-wise, you gotta keep the same schedule. And if you already got a schedule going, I decided, you know, I'm gonna push you to go, which I kind of regret, cause I haven't hit legs in a while. We hit legs, and it hurts. It hurts to walk. But I think even you can admit that little bit of, you know, effort that it took today, and the little bit that we put in. It did make a difference. You felt burned. And it did turn out to be a pretty good workout. Yeah, we we had people show up that we knew. or We showed up and people were there that we knew and the more people walked in. And it was overall a really good day today. It was, for me, it was pretty good. For you, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. But what's one thing that, like, you don't struggle with? Whenever you're lifting, like, what's one thing that is just, like, it's nothing to you? It's just, like you enjoy doing it and something that you want to do so like the one workout that you go in there and you want to do no matter what day it is arms arms like what what part like shoulder <clears throat> tricep bicep any of it you just love arms i mean i'm, I'm the same way but like bench is like i love bench. yeah i i, I heart bench <laughs> with my whole heart but i know for some people they enjoy they enjoy doing squats more so, uh, i hate squats but i mean they don't bother me because yeah. i mean i have my legs are okay. I mean, yeah, and and now that I'm getting into the gym after not going for so long, thanks to the yeah, clock, you, your like, muscles will get back to where they used to be, yeah. and like you won't be sore no more after workouts. Yeah, like today I I noticed like I used to bench two twenty five for two. I went in there today and I got one fifty five for two, and I was I was out. I got one fifty five for one. I probably I probably could have got two. Yeah, you almost got two. I almost got two of five. You were pretty close there. Until <laughs> so did that out. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, everybody has those moments, but I think a thing I really noticed was um, you you had to smile on. You know, you didn't want to go. We dreaded it. We went in there though, and our moods did change. The moment we started lifting some kind of weight, our moods changed. Anytime I enter that gym, I swear my mood changes. It's it's in like it, it could go from the worst day ever, like the worst day possible, and then just like. Just like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, me and Hayden had, have just lost a close friend to fentanyl. And he was a good person. He he was a genuine person. He, he was real with you. He always kept you in a good mood. No matter what he was going through, he would help you. Uh, Brendan Marsh, man, his soul, rest in peace. Not, I'm not trying to diss on him by saying what he died by or anything. But any disrespect on his, on his name, he was a great person. But we went the day he had died, and I and I remember, you know, the moment I got the news, I had shed a few tears. You know, that's it, I lost. I didn't know. I couldn't think it was real. Yeah, like, like it did not feel real. It still doesn't feel real. Yeah, it's like now we have to like live our day without talking. Yeah, and like talking to Brennan was a daily thing for me. Like I have, I got phone calls, logs, and shit. We talked almost every night, and now that I don't have that, it's not like. To the point where I can't live anymore, but it does feel off. Like, everything feels a little bit off. But we went into that gym, and we were able to put a smile on our face. I think no matter what is going on, I think if if your life is hard right now... Somebody somebody else's is harder. Yeah, and and not only that, like, go to the gym. If, If your life is hard right now, and you're at a point where you don't think you can take it anymore, just go to the gym, and, like, you you'll realize... That life is worth living. And I know it sounds stupid, but Hayden, you, you just not getting into working out from football, you know? But once you go into that gym, like like you said, it, it brightens your mood. Whether you, like, we lost someone important. The community lost someone important. And we, we were still able to put a smile on our faces by just lifting heavy circles. That is, and it's insane to say... But heavy circles might be the key to a lot of things going wrong in people's lives, and they just don't know it yet. World peace. Yeah, it, it could be. It could like, be, yeah. It really is, because, you know, you see all these people in, like, Chat and Fond du Lac and Milwaukee, places... I mean, Chad's in Tennessee. I just named off other places in Wisconsin that I know are bad. You know, you go in there, and... You can't fight someone. It, it's you go there and it's a gun. You know you're 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 gone for. If you're not strapped and you start something, you're you're dead. But if you're more like lifted and stuff and you're walking around, nobody's gonna give you anything. Cause what people don't get is muscle doesn't win fights. But muscles are so intimidating. So anywhere around here, if you're bigger, like. People are automatically going to be nicer to you. And I think that's something that like everybody can agree on because look at guys like Arnold. He's ginormous. You know, he was, he was huge. And people couldn't beat him in Mr. Olympia. Always smiling no matter what. I mean, like, yeah, he smoked a few joints here and there and whatever. But it was also for his physique, like, to get more mind-to-muscle connection. That's what he said, at least. And I think that that's, like... You're looking at Arnold and then looking at like today's people, that lift, he definitely had like an impact. So did Ronnie Coleman, but I think from like his time to now, 
nothing has changed in the way people look at muscles. They're still intimidating. Because, you know me, I'm not, we're not tall guys. You're what, 5'6", five, 5'7"? Five, Something around there, yeah. Yeah, I'm like 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, so we're, we're not tall or anything. And, and that's an excuse, like, because that can help you build muscle faster being shorter. That's, like, size proven. Because less muscle that you have to grow and stuff. Because, you know, shorter arms, everything's going to look bigger. But, <clears throat> sorry. But, like, being short, people pick on you. No matter what. Whether they're being friendly or not, you're going to get picked on. You got muscles, though? Shit, the worst thing you'll get called is a mini P.E.K.K.A. And they're just calling you big. <laughs> but... And I feel like whenever you work out, it helps you stay away from drugs, too. Because yeah. it's almost, like, a pump is almost like, because we've both experimented with, like, weed and stuff. And we, so we know what it's like to be high. A pump is almost like what you get of smoking a joint of good weed. It's like... You get a good feeling through your whole body. Yeah, and, and it's not something that you can just, like, write off. It's something that is there, and, like, you feel it, and you'll feel it the next morning, too. So, in, in a way, I feel like drugs are kind of, like, they make you feel worse than what working out can. And look at a, I mean, look at a crackhead. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're on crack. <laughs> They're they're skinny. <laughs> they're not uh they're not appealing. You don't look at no woman looks at a crackhead unless she's a crackhead. No woman looks at a crackhead and a normal woman and says that's who I want to be with. Besides, you know, girls with daddy issues who aren't making the right decisions, whatever. But any sane girl, they don't want a crackhead. And like, yeah, there's something that they're everywhere. Because drugs are everywhere. But it's like, even if you don't do drugs and you work out, you kind of feel more, not necessarily proud of yourself, but not arrogant. You know, you just feel like... No, you feel like you're... You feel like you're doing something. And when you're on drugs, you know, I know a lot of people who take drugs, they like to sit here and they'll brag about how many how much drugs they can do. They can do more drugs than you, whatever. But look where they end up. Yeah. They end up dead. And oh, dude. And, and it's sad. It really is. And Brendan wasn't like that. We're not saying anything about Brendan. Brendan, no. would, Brendan would try his best to keep people away from pills because his addiction was bad and he struggled with it. And he knew that people would also struggle with it, you know? Like, he knew it's it was a hard thing to quit, so he tried to keep people away from it. So, no way are we trying to relate to Brendan here. But... We're relating to people who are out there who sit here and they, they brag to you about the drugs. All they do twenty four seven is drugs. Yeah. And it's like it's like what kind of life is that? I mean I guess when they're all doped up they're still happy. Yeah. And I mean then, they, that high might be they're happy. It, yeah, it is for sure, but like the thing about it is is even with something as small as weed you know, you, you, you hit a joint, you hit a cart, you hit a blunt, you smoke a bong. There's so many ways that you can do and get high off weed that won't kill you. Because it's it's an innocent drug. It is a drug that makes you happy. And, and whenever you're high off it, it feels like everything happens for a good reason, in a way. But even when you smoke weed and then you come off it, 
you 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 have a feeling of like loneliness or like you you feel something that isn't good when you're coming down. And I could only imagine how much worse it would be with like meth or like crack or like heroin or something. Yeah, just like imagine the withdrawals you have. And like even even through weed, I wouldn't say I have withdrawals though. But I know whenever I was smoking a bunch and then I'd stop for a little bit, I would get moody. You know, like I would have. I would have more of an attitude. Yeah, like, you'd feel like if you had it, you wouldn't have an attitude. Yeah. But, like, if you don't have it, it don't really make it the end of the world. Yeah. You don't really freak out about it. And I'm not trying to say weed is, like, something that... Everybody should do. It's, like, the best thing in the world. No. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not not saying that you're a horrible person for doing it, either. I'm not, in, like, any way trying to call out anyone or trying to make something better. But I am saying, like, if you work out, you will get a feeling that can relate to drugs. But still, it's still good for you and healthy for you, and it it makes you want to be better. It's kind of like pre-workout does to you. Like, it gives you that tingle to get ready. Yeah. And and, and another thing, though, is pre-workout is scary. It can be, yes. Cause like I think I have, I have rise pre workout, and it's good. Like it gets me tingly, it gets me energetic, it gets me pumped. But one scoop is eight hundred milligrams of caffeine. I think you're supposed to have four hundred milligrams of caffeine a day. So that's double the dosage of what you should take in a day and one full scoop. And then I know people who are out here like four scoops in there. Yeah. Like, I take, I do creatine. I'm not really sure how much caffeine it has in it. Creatine is not really <clears throat> caffeine or anything. Creatine gets you a good pump and gets you ready. And, and, it, and it helps you recover in the yeah. bones and stuff. It, it's basically just a muscle recovery. Yeah. It's not a steroid in any use. I know some people like to sit here and be like, if you don't do creatine, you're not natty. That's not true. If you don't, if you do test, you're not natty. Yeah. Test, test is borderline steroids because you're still pumping testosterone into you. You take creatine, you're putting a little bit of powder into some water. And all it is is pretty much like an, not really an injunction, but like it helps your muscles build. Yeah, it it helps you, your muscles build faster, you can recover faster, and there's a whole bunch of benefits, but the thing about creatine that's scary is it can can harm your liver. Yeah. And it can make you lose hair. But those are all stuff that's like... If you take way too much of it, like if you take four scoops... Every day, like every week. Yeah, that's horrible. You're supposed to take like one scoop a one day. One scoop a day. I think well, I know I had a friend, Ben Paul, very close with him. I lived with him for like two years almost. Or not, uh, we lived together for like a few months, but we, we had been friends for a while. We'd be coming over and stuff. And he he loved creatine. You know, he did big jokes. He's the one that got me into working out. Whatever. I, I was never big on creatine. My parents never wanted me to do it because they always thought it was a steroid. Thanks to what people would say in the past. Because you know, in the seventies, eighties, and nineties, it wasn't really tested. It was kind of just like nobody had the science to like go into it and prove it was like it was kind of good for you. But your body produces creatine. Yeah. So it's it's really just like you're putting more into your body of something that helps you recru- recover and stuff, and you're just helping it. Like you're you're adding extra onto it. So 
People who hate on creatine and don't take it or whatever. Well, really what creatine does for you, like body-wise, like organs-wise, creatine helps your blood flow pump better, and it helps your lungs open more. You get more oxygen. Yeah. Like it just helps. It helps everything flow better. Gives you more energy and flow. Yeah, and I, and I like... And, I've and like done, a better airway. Yeah, I've done creatine, and I can admit, like, you, you feel... You feel like really good in the morning after because you're not as sore. Because everybody hates when they work out and they're not, they don't have a pump in the morning, but they're just sore. Yeah. Like it hurts to move. Nobody likes that feeling, especially like <clears throat> gym people, because you know they 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 get done with the gym. Next day they want to be able to go back in there feeling normal, but still know still know that they made progress. And. It's kind of give or take on opinions on creatine, but in my opinion, it's not bad. I think it's actually good that you put creatine into your system and stuff because, in my opinion, it can only help you. It may yeah, only like, benefit you. Yeah. But I know other people are going to have mixed opinions. Everybody's going to have the same feelings on it. But it's like, what are you going to do about it? It's your own body. Yeah. And like, not trying to talk about crackheads too much here, but look at these like guys who are on drugs and stuff. Like, they are literally pumping something into their body that they know is slowly killing yeah. them. Yeah. Like, two, three years ago, back behind where I live, there's an old rodeo track. Yeah. And this lady, she was, she was hung, ra- she was raped, murdered, and hung. On the old road tracks. Which is horrible. Like, like if you no, if you really want to know more facts about it, you can look it up. Just look up lady hung on railroad tracks in Grundy County, Tennessee. Yeah. And it should show something about it. But yeah, she was raped, killed, and then hung. And could you just imagine how horrible that would be? Like for their family. Yeah. And how long ago did that happen? Two, three years ago. They ever catch them? No, they still don't know who done it. Like they had a whole detective team out here and everything. And that's what's scary. Is yeah. Like we could... Because Grundy's not big. No. It's not big at all. Even... And, like, we're made up of... Uh, let's see. I'm not going to name them because we don't want to let anything in. But... About seven about seven cities in one county. Yeah, and it's still not big. I think our population is, like, maybe... 5,000 people. Exactly. So it's not big. So if it hasn't, if it wasn't someone outside of Grundy and they, you know, and they, and they're in this county right now just roaming, like it's scary to know that we may have like talked. Yeah. Or like given them money or something. Like it's scary to know that. that or held the door open for them or shook their hand or gave them something. Like that's what, that's what's so scary to me. And. Like, it's like, you sit here, and you can tear yourself up if you think about it too much. Oh, yeah. And that and that's and that's a bad thing, too, is, like, people will really go into depth when they shouldn't. Like, because sometimes the human brain, if it's not trained right and you take in too much stuff, it could lead you into a depression, and it can, it can ruin your life. But on the other hand, if you lead more into it, you never know what you could find out. You could find no. out something that you want to know. Yeah. And that could help the cops. But it's really like, should you risk that? 
should you risk like your mental state going to shit just because you <coughs> wanted to know what happened to some person that you never met? Yeah. Like that's so scary to me. And I and I've only been living here almost. It'll be two years. January Ju- June twenty fourth. It'll be a full two years since I've been moved into Grundy County. And that's 20 days after my birthday, you know. I'll be 16. But within that time of me living here, I have seen and done things that I swore that my younger self would never do. You know, it's like people really, if you're around the wrong people, it can really affect you. Yeah. Like, horribly. Like, I'm not trying to lean into drugs here, but yeah, if you're doing, if you're hanging out with people who do drugs, eventually you're going to want to try a drug. That, you know, the human mind is curious. But, then if you surround yourself with people who, like, go to the gym, or people who go to church, or people who, like, truly and try their best to live and be happy and do stuff, you're going to be happy. Like, you're not going to sit here and and like wish you had something in your life because you don't at the moment and that's kind of crazy to me yeah it is kind of crazy because like you said if you think about it too hard you that's all you're gonna, that's all you're gonna think about it's, you'll have nothing else in your thought process but that one specific thing if you think about it too hard and I mean you're doing good for yourself too like as a as a 19 year old you've already owned a home and paid, I mean, you had a roommate in the beginning, but he, I'm not going to mention him on here, uh, or as the roommate, he might be mentioned one time on this podcast, but we're not going to say his name out of respect, because we're not trying to be like that, we're not trying to start anything, but he had, at one point, this friend, you know, who started coming over and had this girlfriend, and I've heard she's changed. I've heard she's became a better person, which is good. But she was low-key. She got around. I can't call her whore because she has changed. And usually once you're a whore, you're always a whore. But this girl has really changed. She's settled in with a guy. She's, st- she's staying loyal. But at the time, she hadn't been. And I remember, like, they broke up because she... After cheating on him so much and, like, not telling him, she just didn't want to be with him. She lost feelings, which is, that's normal. Yeah. If you're going to cheat, you're going to lose feelings. Yeah. Like, you don't, you obviously don't love someone if you're going to cheat. Yeah. It's, that's not how it works. But she had, um, came over to my house. We had done nothing, but she bought me a cart and stuff. We were close friends. And the guy that she cheated on her boyfriend with, we were very close with. I mean, you still are. I'm still, I'm re, I'm going, I'm go, I'm coming back to him. I'm more talking to him again and stuff. And he doesn't think it was right either. Like he regrets doing it. He regrets getting a body for no reason, which is understandable. Well, yeah, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah, but she had done all this, and I remember like he wasn't moved on from her. And something I don't know if it was because I was intoxicated, I was drunk. But I looked up on Reddit, you know, redheads getting fucked, railed. And I had showed him a video. I was like, yo, this is me and your, your girlfriend, or like your ex-girlfriend. And he had cried about it. And it was wrong to do. And I know it was because, like, that's not how you get over it. 
Oh, and, um, and, like, through on talking to, like, her and realizing who she, how, like, how she's evolved and how, who she's become, I'm really proud of her, but it's, like, you realize that they did this stuff and, like, I realized I did wrong. And I've apologized to them because I, I'm trying to become a better person. That's all anyone can ever do in this world. What they've done wrong is try to do better. And that's what I've been trying to do. I apologize to her. I've apologized to him. And I thought in some way that it would make him go past. And it didn't. It didn't make your roommate happy about it, which is understandable. You know, that that was his best friend. And I'm not gonna say what he did or nothing because that's not important. But there was a time where I was over and we were all drinking and he he had heard about it and he had just kind of let everything out. Because after holding stuff back so long, it's going to Yeah, gonna you can't. Out. If you hold stuff back, it's usually just going to build up and, then, and build up. And eventually and it's going to come gonna, out as Eventually just going to explode. Yeah. And I don't blame him for what he did. <laughs> I'm not going to say what he did because there's no reason to. It's in the past. But... What he did was fucked, but in the scenario that I was in and that he was in, I guess I would have done that for my best friend, too. Yeah. Like, I would have done the same shit he did. And and I'm going to skip past that, whatever he did, and I'm going to fast forward to the part where I'm leaving your house, which was his house at the time, too. <clears throat> and, you know, I'm leaving, and he's like, I don't want to ever fucking see you again. He's like, you're a fucking piece of shit. Kill yourself, this and that. And... You know, it was wrong for him to say that. You know, you're not supposed to tell people to kill themselves. You're not supposed to no. wish death on anyone. But in the moment, I definitely deserved it. Not because I was sitting there and I was laughing the whole time. You know, I'm sitting here thinking it's funny. And it was wrong of me. It was so wrong of me. Like it was, it was something I shouldn't have done. But I did it. And he was like, and later on, I remember I had texted him and he had texted me and we were just kind of going back and forth to each other. You know, being absolute douchebags and but right before he had blocked me and had enough of it he said I hope one day you change and I hope one day I can learn to love you again that was him being the bigger person like that right there what he said was being the bigger person he wasn't going to sit here and fight with a 15 year old when he's 18 almost 19 or he's probably 19 now but not sure we're not sure yet. We haven't talked to him in a minute, but he, him doing that kind of made me really, like, reflect on myself. And that's the thing is sometimes one person saying something as simple as that after you doing so many bad things really opens up your eyes on how, and you got to be like, hey, I got to be, I got to be the, I got to be a good person. I got to change. But that's in the past. Things, I hope me and him can get better, and I hope things get better. I'm sure, I'm sure you and him have no beef, Hayden. I'm sure that you guys are... I've tried talking to him, texting him, calling him. He will not respond at all. But, I guess it's... I mean, if I saw him in public somewhere, yeah, I'd talk to him. I wouldn't... We're not going to start up. You don't bring back the past. What's in the past is in the past. Leave it there. Exactly, because there's so many people who've done us wrong. Live in the present. Yeah, and, but if you if you live your life holding a grudge, yeah, where are you gonna get? Nowhere. You're just gonna you're gonna live your whole life. You're gonna with be hatred. stuck. You're gonna be stuck in that one spot, and, you, and, and you'll never, never move evolve. on. Yeah, you're never gonna you're never gonna become no. who you want to become. 
And if you want to be a bad person and you want to walk around like you're a badass, props to you. You can keep that act up. But everybody knows deep down, you just want to be loved. Everybody just wants to be loved. Well, off this touchy subject here, I think we should bring in an old friend of Peyton's and newer friend of mine, Jojo Green. Let's just give him a call and see if we'll answer. Let's see what we can get. He's a very nice guy. No disses on him. Different, different than what we were talking about. Oh. Jojo, bud. Yeah. Okay, we are currently recording a podcast right now, and you are currently on speaker. Oh. Uh, what what were you doing before this phone call? Half asleep. Half asleep. Should we should we let you go, or you have a few words maybe we could talk to you about? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So our friend, well, our friend Jojo just, you know, he lives in Florida, different time zones. It's understandable. Right now it's uh. It's 3 a.m. It's 3 a.m. in Tennessee. So. And in Florida it's probably 4. Phone's updated. Anywho. But, um, we're. We have nothing bad to say about Jojo. No. <laughs> we got nothing bad to say about Jojo. Jojo is the realest. He's one of the realest people I've ever met. And if he likes you, he'll let you know. If he doesn't, if he, he doesn't, doesn't, he just won't talk to you. Yeah, he'll he, just ignore you. He he doesn't, and he doesn't try to start things. No, but he sure as hell will end them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's kind of how you got to live your life. Is like, don't go out looking for a fight. No, where are you gonna get? If, if you, you go out looking for a fight every day, you'll probably end up finding one. And when you do find one. By the, end, by the end of the day, you're going to come home beat, bruised, missing, probably missing some teeth, broken nose. Cause, and, and you think about it, after fight, like you can fight so many people. Like and, at, the, at the moment, you're going to have that testosterone and, built up. And you're going to feel good. You're going to feel good, and you won't feel no pain. You won't feel nothing. You'll have that adre- adrenaline. Yeah, you'll have that adrenaline pump going on. But that next day when you wake up, oh, you're going to feel horrible. And even if he doesn't punch you or nothing. No. Later on in life. You're going to think back to that subject. So be like. And you're going to be like, damn. That was stupid. Why did I do that? And, and and think about it. All fighting will get you as a case. Like I've, Yeah. There's been people I've, I've fought. And I've, I've lost my fair share of fights. And I've won my fair share of fights. That's how it's going to go. But it really, it really opens your eyes whenever you take a fight personal. Cause look at these guys in the MMA. You know they they'll they'll beef, they'll talk shit, but then after the fight, at the end of the fight, they shake hands. They shake hands and they they have enough respect for each other. Yeah. To forgive for whatever they said, because no matter what, there's going to be a winner or a loser, in in that case. But in this normal street fight, who wins? Nobody really. Nobody. It's really. It's really all done for nothing. And in the long run, you're gonna sit back. And look at yourself and be like, I, I was a piece of shit. Yeah. Because, like, I've, I've... Like, there wasn't no sense in this. Why did I do that? Me and Hannah have both gone to our fair share of fights, and we both have had some that have led to, like... Losing friends. Losing friends and, like, putting someone in the hospital. And, like, I don't know if anyone listening has ever put someone in the hospital. It's, it's not a, a good feeling. It's a horrible feeling. Because especially if you get them so bad they're on life support... You will never forgive yourself. Even if they are all better and they're fine, you won't forgive yourself. You will... And they'll never forgive you. Yeah, like it... No I mean, matter, they might, but if they do, they'll probably still have a grudge. Yeah, and, and in that case, 
it's okay to hold a grudge, you know? It's not okay to go looking for another fight. No. But it's okay to sit there and not be okay with a person because they, they have done damage to you that cannot be undone. Words are words, you know. If someone says a word to you and you don't like it, it's a word, you know. It's a, it's a, it's a it's something that you just said verbally. Yeah. It can hurt you for a little bit, but over time you're gonna get past it, even words, if it's true. All right. Words can hurt harder than anybody, the strongest person in the world hitting you. Yeah. Cause it'll stick with you, a punch it'll heal, a word they don't heal. Yeah. And and but another thing is like. You get in a fight, though, and, like, let's say there's no words spoken. You just genuinely hate someone. Like, you can't find a single bone in your body for sympathy for them, or you can't find anything good about them. What's beating their ass going to do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's going to fix your problem for a second. But then in the long run? You're just going to, you're going to feel like an idiot. You're going to feel like a horrible person. And what's worth it? Like... What's worth it in life is living to be happy. Do whatever makes you happy. I don't care if it's drugs. You know, you should, I don't condone doing drugs. I don't think it's a good thing that people can just easily walk down the street anywhere and some kid can buy meth or something that's going to ruin their life. Yeah. But if that's all that you can find that makes you happy, do it. If that's the one thing that keeps you alive, do it, I guess. I, I can't stop you. Nobody can stop you. It's your own will. It, it's your own will, but if you're really happy, like, you can live life sober happy. Yeah. You can, it's easier to live life sober happy. I do it every day. Exactly. I'm like, the thing about weed and, like, smoking is there, it's a temporary thing, you know? You're not gonna, you're gonna destroy your body in the long run, but in that moment, you're not gonna you're not gonna. Your body is pretty much a temple. Yeah, and if you put stuff like cleaning chemicals, such as stuff to make meth, as cleaning chemicals, household items, or bug spray, or rain, yeah. whatever you decide to do, all that stuff like it's gonna damage your body in the long run. In a horrible way, and smoking weed. You know, I know I know guys who've been smoking weed since they were ten, and they're yeah. like sixty now, and they're just fine. And and that's not the case for everybody. But, you know, you can do stuff that makes you happy, and you can smoke weed here and there, and you can drink here and there. You can do a little bit of stuff here and there, and it's okay to do it. Like, especially if you're the legal limit, legal age limit, you'll be fine. And there's really no consequences. If you're the legal limit, well, who are you hurting? It's just what you want to do. And you can't really, like, it's not like... You can tell and sit here with people and be like, oh my god, drugs are so bad. Quit drugs and they're just going to quit. Nobody works that way. But something that everybody everybody can relate to and on is like, life gets hard, but there's always a solution. And like a, a big thing is a lot of people... They don't think that there's a solution. They think in the moment it's the worst time of their life and they can't live through it, so then they end up killing themselves. Yeah. Um, but in the like, why kill yourself when you got you got people who care who who may not even show it to you, but they care. And like, I know people go on and on and like, 
saying you shouldn't do drugs and drugs are bad for you. And some drugs, they are bad for you, and some drugs ain't. And, like, I'm not saying do drugs. Mm-mm. Not what I'm saying at all. But, like, to some people, a high is what they need to get through the day with. Yeah. And, like, there's ways to, like, not damage your body and do, like, like something like weed. Like, I'm not... I, like I, nicotine. Nicotine is really considered a drug. Caffeine yeah, is considered a drug. Because you can overdose on both yeah. those things. But and I'm not and I'm not saying weed's the pro the solution to life or it's the most safe drug or nothing. I know I keep talking about it because it's something that I have the most experience in. With whenever I was experimenting and stuff, that's something I have a lot of experience in. But you can, like, you can do an edible, and you know you can get high or whatever, and you're not putting tar around your lungs and you're not doing this. You're just something's going through your digestive system that gets you high, and then. You know, you wake up and you're fine. And it doesn't really hurt you. You get your high and you have to No, wait. like, some people, they take edibles just to sleep at night. Yeah, like, like weed can help you. And, like, weed's not something that everybody should do. Uh, I'm not saying... Go smoke weed, it's good for you. No. Yeah, no, not at all. I'm just saying, like, people who smoke weed and do alcohol and stuff, they get, they get uh, looked at bad. They get looked at horribly by a lot of people. And... You know, people are allowed to have their own beliefs, like we said before. It, it, you can believe what you want. Other people can believe what they want. But who who's it hurting? You know, why 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 care about what someone else is doing to them? Why sit here? Like I get it if you love them. You know, you don't want to see them do this stuff. But how are you gonna stop me? You, you can't. And if they're choosing a safe way, like edibles or something, why not just like. Be happy that they're finding that they're doing something that's not gonna ruin them, but they're still getting their high that yeah. they need. And it's give or take on how people can feel about it. Like, there's people out there who think we should be legal everywhere, and it technically kind of is. I mean, like, you, not everywhere you can just go buy it, but it's there for medical use. You know, I think most states. And it can help people who need it and stuff, you know, not feel pain, put them in a better mood, whatever. It can be used in good ways. You don't see anybody using meth in, in a, a good, good way. way. No. You, you see them using it to get high <clears throat> in a room in their body. Like when you're on meth, you don't think right. Mm-mm. You just do stuff. Like, and, and... And you don't remember nothing. And the thing about being drunk or high off weed is like, if you're drunk... It's just, if you will do something drunk, you will do something sober. Like, like, I think, like, maybe, not even probably not even a month ago, we had a good winter storm going. Yeah. And a crackhead that lives close to me, mom was, mom was in the living room. This crackhead comes with the door, knocks on the door. Says, hey, are you on your phone? Mama said, no. He said, good, I just saved your life. And then he walked away. <laughs> walked up and down the street. And you could tell he was geeked out on meth or something. Like it, if you, it don't get you in the right mind. It don't get you in the right mind of state. Yeah. Like your, it makes you believe and get paranoid. Like your body's here, but your mind is way somewhere else. And the thing about like weed is, I don't care what anybody says. If you do something off weed, you would do it sober. If you do something drunk, you will do it sober. A drunk action is just a sober thought. And with weed, like. 
I know, like, you can wake up and it's a little bit piecey. You have to piece things together. But in the moment, you know what you're doing. Unless you black out. Yeah. But that's with drinking. Yeah, and that, in, like, blacking out, you can be blackout drunk, you know, so bad that you don't remember anything in the morning. But in that moment, you do know what you're doing. Yeah, and, like, if somebody mentions it, you probably will remember it. Yeah, and it's, like, it's... It's not that, like, drinking is something... You should do. Yeah, because it's whatever. We're not going to judge you for it. We're not saying if you drink, you're a horrible person. We're not saying if you don't drink, you're a horrible person. We're saying the people who do drunk, though, drink and get drunk a lot. I think they can even admit, like, when they're drunk and they do something, they would do it sober. Yeah, like... Just drinking just adds a little bit of thrill to it. But another thing people do that's stupid is drinking and driving. Yes. Because you are going to, you can kill someone like this. Yeah, like you don't, like. Because your vision's all messed up. Your vision's all impaired, your hearing's impaired. Everything is your mind. Your mind process is slower. Yeah, a lot slower. And because I've been drunk, you know, you've been drunk. We both have been drunk. And I'm sure we both have been blackout drunk before. We're like. We just stuff just clicks together, and then you start to get it more as you go on. <clears throat> but like you're doing all this stuff intoxicated, and then you don't remember a little bit of it. But you could do that same thing sober. Remember every piece of it. Remember to take pictures and keep memories. <laughs> what? Like. See, but like when you're like, drunk, you, your thought process is. When you're drunk, you have no filter. You just do it. Yeah. When you're sober, you have a thought process and you think about it. Yeah. Like, you probably still would think about it sober of doing it, but you didn't do it because you're not... Because you realize yeah. that you've stopped yourself. Yeah. But in your mind, you, you know, when you're drunk and stuff, you don't necessarily click things together like you do when you're sober. Like, if you cheat on somebody and you are drunk, you would do that sober. Yeah. You, you, but you, if you were sober, you wouldn't think about... You wouldn't automatically like, do it. You wouldn't yeah. go. You would, you would at least think about it. Yeah, when you're drunk, you just there's no thought, there's no there's no thought, if there's no hesitation. It, you're gonna do it. There's no hesitation. You just go. And that and that's the thing. Like, if my girlfriend was drunk somewhere, I don't care how much I trust her, I'm still gonna want her to leave. I'm still gonna want her to go home. But if she doesn't, she sits there and whatever, and she cheats on me. I just realized like it was never real love. It it wasn't a mistake. Yeah, that's something she did. And I've had that happen. Like, I've had ex-girlfriends cheat on me. Like, oh, my God, I was just drunk. I don't know what I was doing. I've been drunk, and I've cheated drunk. And I know damn well I knew exactly what the hell I was doing, and I knew exactly that I wanted yeah, to Yeah, sober do. or drunk, if you cheat, you don't really that, you don't really love the person you're with. Yeah, because you never can love two people at once. No. You can only love, like, unless it's a friend. Yeah. You, you can love all your friends. A friendship's yeah. different than a relationship. But, like... In a relationship, if you love more than one person, or you still have a certain kind of feeling there for someone, you don't love the person you think. Like a love triangle never goes straight. Yeah, okay, give me a second here. (laughs) Um, See, a straight line, you have two points. Yeah. Triangle, you have three points. Yeah. So, I mean, it is. A straight line keeps flowing. A triangle, it stops. Curves. Yeah, it has points. It has. Certain spots that it quits. Yeah, and with a straight line, only two people, it'll go on. And like, 
There's so many people I know, though, that, like, sit here and they're like, like, I hear that they get, they get back with their girlfriend or boyfriend after they cheated and they were drunk. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, if they cheated on you, and, like, yeah, people can go back and they can realize, you know, I made a mistake. I really did love this person, this and I didn't know it in the moment. That can happen, you know. But if you don't, you take them back and they don't respect that you can overthink or, and they don't yeah. respect that, like, your worries and stuff after they did stuff, what reason is there to, like, be with them? Because they're obviously not respecting you. But, um, that's about... That's what the what I wanted to discuss today on the podcast. So I'm gonna leave it at that. Hayden, you got anything else to say? Nope. All right. Well, we'll see you guys later, and thank you for tuning in.